ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. of the Blake and Sound Show. I'm Blake. Let me bring on my co-host, the biggest heel in podcasting, the man who decided <laughs> to do to explode in a, in a in a Snapchat video a little while ago. Sal, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. You know what? Can I can I just say that that song is such a hype song? It really it's is. Such a great <laughs> song to really hype you up for the day. Is it possible to be in a bad mood after listening to this song? It really is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a good song if you got very little sleep and you want to wake up in the morning. I play this sometimes on the weekends when I'm at work, and it's a great song to wake up to. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. So this is, uh, for those who don't know, this is High Hope by Panic at the Disco. Uh, this is actually Mandy's favorite song. We're in Mandy's favorite song right now. So, like, she played nice. it for me. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. This is fantastic. Great. <laughs> oh, man. So that now I'm all pumped up. And for those who are wondering, this is my third show. This is my third podcast in the morning, and I'm still pumped up now <laughs> to do the show. Yeah, for those wondering, I literally went, I've been recording recording since like 7:20 this morning. It's a Thursday morning. This is going on Friday, and I've been recording since 7:20. I did no news but today, and then I did a quick minute with Sal, and now we're doing this show. So <laughs> you're insane. Oh man. So, oh trust me, if you see the network schedule, I'll do the network schedule in a minute for the day. Um. Mark's off today. Um, uh, Kyle had an appointment, but I'll tell you where Mark's going to be later on today if you're hearing this, and we'll get into all that in a minute. But first things first, Sal, let's get into our normal plugs. Uh, you can now buy our shirts and stickers and hoodies uh, from our T Public store, and you can click on the T Public link uh, on our website or go to tpublic.com and search the Blake and Sal show, and you can also. Help support the show by shopping through our Amazon links on our website, blankenstyleshow.com. By the way, I, I'm wearing a rare T Public shirt that's not one of ours today. I'm actually wearing a Movies oh, by Minutes, Movies by Minutes oh, Chicago by Minute. shirt. The actual logo nice. from the Movies by Minutes Chicago actually matches my lanyard from last year's convention. Oh, cool. <laughs> they went on sale for the Star Wars Minute Guys. I'm gonna, I gotta work on getting 
an actual store back together for us because I want to put uh, the movies and minute shows and things like that in there because I have a lot of friends that are on public and we all try to help each other. So I want to go in there and fix that and promote some other things because there's yeah, people. That's great idea. And we and we get the credit if people buy through our store. So if I can help our friends and get a little credit on our end, it'd be great. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that'd be awesome. So, but also as always. everyone, it's Mandy, and when I'm not playing Mrs. Blake, or Dean Ambrose's biggest fan, or, spoiler alert, Olga, I can be found on mkemomsblog.com. There are 30 amazing women in the Milwaukee area who make up the MKE Moms Blog team, and we're all passionate about giving back to the community, about life, and loving our families. You can find us over on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, or at mkemomsblog.com. Please check it out and support us. Thanks. If you've ever wanted to hear people talk about a movie, and that movie was Clerks, this is the podcast for you. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, all over your internet. By the way, so Sal, this is going to be a day, it's Friday, that people on Facebook are going to hate me. <laughs> hate my fucking guts because for those on the network listening to just our show this is literally my third podcast up this morning <laughs> because if you're on the network filling the void you have notice about today that went up at 7.30 eastern time oh, 6.30 eastern time and then at 7 o'clock clerks minute and then our show goes up at 10 <laughs> so three podcasts in a matter of like three and a half hours in our mind all went up at the same time today <laughs> oh and um, by the way Kurt Hoffman special guest on Clerks Minute today so there you go nice also um, if you're a Facebook friend of mine today um, by four o'clock tonight you're going to be so sick of me because me and Mark will be attending the East Comic Con today I, if you're hearing this at Yay. 10 o'clock on Friday morning I'm leaving work at noon <laughs> And getting home and changing, and we're hitting the road to go to Chicago Navy Pier for the Comic Con. If you're going to be there, get in touch with me. I, I, I reached out to some people, and I usually go to these cons. Some of you are there. I would love to meet up and chit chat and whatnot. I'm not a celebrity. I just want to meet up with some people and say hi. You know, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're going to be there today, starting at four o'clock for the two wrestling panels, of course, and then we'll be back on Saturday. Kyle's hanging with us because the minute I said that there's an Avengers panel going on, he said I'm going to take off work and I'm coming with you. So that's what he did. <laughs> nice. So that's this weekend and next week is going to be the full coverage from the 8th Comic Con. So we're doing a live coverage from the event and I will put it all together and that'll be next week's show. Cool. Probably be a two-point episode knowing how I do convention coverage. It'll be a two-point episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't hear enough audio from me as it is, next week's two-point episode from 8th Comic Con. At least two parts. <laughs> At least remember last year for the Ponyville Cider Fest, I was only planning on doing two parts, but the, the file of the sides became so long into the big three. So, <laughs> 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 all right, <coughs> excuse me. We're gonna get into things same format we did last show, which like the ten thoughts. It actually worked out really nicely last week. I enjoyed the format of last week's show, mm-hmm. so we'll do it again. Um, we'll start with something local, and I was hoping to have Dad here because watching. To have watching dad, listening to dad, listening to dad watch playoff baseball would be the highlight of my fucking week. <laughs> it was fucking hysterical. Well, I have I have a question. Go for it. What happened in Milwaukee, Blake? Um, absolutely nothing. 
Actually, if you watch SmackDown <laughs> this week, absolutely nothing happened. We find out. Oh, you didn't watch this yet, did you? Um, so on SmackDown this week, we we saw the full video, and nothing happened. Oh, the full video, not the cutoff video. No, the full video was shown because Lana hacked Rusev's. Uh, Lana hacked Aiden's computer. <laughs> she doesn't know how to do that. Come on. His password was I heart. No, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. There's a joke here. There's a joke. His password was I heart Rusev. <laughs> so, Jason Powell thought it was funny that the fake Russian could do fake hacking. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, we we watched this in the video, and it was really Aiden coming on to Lana, and he pretty much almost slapping him and then walking off on him and leaving him embarrassed. But this this, this did piss off Rusev to the point it looks like we're going to have a match soon. So, that's not a bad thing. But nothing really happened, but it was really funny to watch <sighs> Lana. Telling off Aiden, that was funny. That was entertaining. But really, it was it was a dud of a segment. But it was, at least it was worth it for the fact that she actually had to say your password is I heart Rusev. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was very very funny. And and going back to our list, what what else is happening in Milwaukee? Blake? The Milwaukee Brewers <laughs> are on a ridiculous winning streak right now. They haven't lost a game since like the middle of September. Like they <laughs> lost a wow. fucking game. They're currently on a 13 game winning streak. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they 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 were in the, apparently at the end of August they were 7 games out of first place and now they're in the NLCS. Wow. <laughs> they um in the last week they climbed all the way up, tied the Cubs at the top of the NL East and then beat the Cubs in Chicago <laughs> to clinch the NL East. And then Chicago went on to play Colorado to get the wild card spot, and they lost. The Cubs lost to Colorado. <laughs> and then Colorado came to Milwaukee, and um, the Brewers won the first game in 10 innings. And then apparently the Rockies forgot how to, how to run uh, get runs anymore, and they had back-to-back shutouts. <laughs> Holy crap. The Brewers shut them out back-to-back, including wow. a, I think it was 8 nothing final in the third game. In Colorado, in like 46 degree rain, <laughs> in Colorado, Insane. to clinch the NLDS, to go to the NLCS. They're playing the Dodgers starting um, tonight, actually, if you're hearing this Friday, tonight. Um, I'm actually not going to be able to watch the game because I'll be at the Comic-Con, but it's a big deal around here. Like, you know how the joke, if you watch Fox, because Fox is obviously the home of baseball in this country, mm-hmm. and um, you know how all the time during the playoffs they'll change the logo to like put a baseball on it or whatever to all on all shows? Mm-hmm. You turn it on right now, everything's blue. Like, everything is blue or blue. Everything. It's crazy how ridiculously big this is out here. This is only their third trip to the NLCS ever. Wow. Ever. This is the second time in the last five years. Like six years. Sorry. Second time in the last decade. So keep that in mind. Wow. Franchise has been around since the 40s. This is only the third time they made it to the NLCS. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't That's it? Great. That's insane. That's it's a big deal here. The play, this, this city is light up with Brewer. It's funny because it's Packers season. The Packers suck this week. <laughs> so I'll tell you about my Sunday. Sunday I was off this weekend. Saturday I'm watching international wrestling and hockey, and we'll get all of that later on in the show. But Sunday, this is my Sunday. I get up, me and Mandy take care of all the shopping in the morning. We decided not to go to church because we were busy. So we went shopping, came back, me and CJ got haircuts, and then we came back. <laughs> it's time for the Packer game. 
I watched the Packer game. He wanted to be by himself, so he went in his room to hang out. The Packers were down 21 nothing quickly. Wow. <laughs> so I'm following the Giants game on my phone, because that was actually the national game. It was the Giants game. So I jump over to Red Zone, and the Giants were getting killed. I'm like, this is going to be a long <laughs> afternoon. Brewer game in the store until 3.30. I'm like, this is going to be a long afternoon. <laughs> Packers got killed. If you didn't hear about this, but people didn't hear about this, Mason Crosby. Did you hear Mason Crosby tell what happened with him? No. He missed five field goals. What? He, the first, his worst outing in the history of his career. He never missed two field goals in a game. He missed five and an extra point. That's crazy. What the hell was going on? I don't know. And also, um, I, uh, who, who the hell, um, also there was one miss on the other side too. So there was six missed field goals in this game. It was a crazy, crazy <laughs> atmosphere. But they got killed. But though I watched the, they got to the Giants game on Red Zone. And the Giants, Eli Manning does what he does best. Comes back in the fourth quarter. He's gonna win this game for the Giants. They're winning. They were down thirty to thirty to fourteen, and they came all the way back. It's thirty-one thirty Giants, with twenty seconds left. <laughs> you can see where he's going, people. If you didn't see the game, Carolina won the game on a sixty-three-yard field goal. <laughs> <laughs> with room to spare. With room that the, the second longest field goal in NFL history. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking I was so pissed. I'm like, come on, I can't win today. Can't fucking win today in the football world. And then I jump over to the Bird game. The Bird dominates the Rockies. <laughs> that was my Sunday. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that was Saturday, Sunday. Because Saturday, Sal. Yes. Yeah, people are. I'm playing this crappy song twice. Me and Dad complained about this song last week. Uh, <laughs> not a good song at all. But um, for those who remember, this is Hands Like Houses, M- Monster. Terrible song. Uh, <laughs> the theme song for Super Showdown from Australia, Saturday morning. Weed. Okay. By the way, I- I'm not even going to apologize for this, but I'm going to say, if you missed last week's show, for whatever reason, maybe Sal wasn't here, you decided, oh, Sal's not here, I'm not listening. Or I'm a wrestling, I'm not a wrestling fan, happens. and I'm not listening. <laughs> Nobody listens for me. <laughs> well, well, I'm not a wrestling fan, so I'm not listening to this episode, because most of wrestling last week. Go back and download the, download the show. It's only, about a, it's only about a 65-minute show. It wasn't a long show last week at all. But the last half hour is just me and Dad yelling and screaming and ranting. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest half hour. It was unintentional, too. It was so unintentional. But it just kept turning into us ranting and raving and yelling about stuff in the wrestling business for the last half an hour of the show last week. It was so classic. I made one day near the end of the year, maybe for the year-end show, I'll get the clip from this and make it into a montage. It was insane last week. <laughs> we were just screaming and yelling about so many problems in the business. From, like, Daniel Bryan to Becky Lynch to, like, there's so many things we're venting about last week. <laughs> to Shawn Michaels, which we'll get into in a minute. And all, we were going crazy last week. So if you want to hear me and Dad venting and ranting, go back to last week's show. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> and most of us rounded it. Really, last week was just supposed to be a preview of Super Showdown. But every time he mentioned something, we'd go off on a tangent. And that was last week's show. <laughs> it was meant to be a- 
It was meant to be a half-hour show. It was not meant to go over an hour. It really wasn't meant to. <laughs> we planned to do the show. It was to the point where I had to scramble, save the show, and run Pixie Day from school. Like, that's how late we were running because we were ranting so much. <laughs> oh, poor CJ. Um, oh, he gets off at, he gets to pick up till 4 o'clock. Anyway, today, I got to pick him up early. But it's conferences today, so I got to pick him up early today. Oh. Anyway, Super Showdown. What were your thoughts on Super Showdown as a whole, as a show, Sal? I thought it was really good, except for the end. Okay, we'll um, get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I do, and I do agree with what you were saying. How it definitely didn't have that, you know, Saudi Arabia show feel. True, that's very true. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It, it was a good show. I, I, I did enjoy it. It was. I didn't expect it to be such a long show. I like. I was. So I. I don't know if you realize, but I like waited until like seven o'clock ish on Sunday to watch it. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just pretend it's live going on live. You know, I'll get I'll get some snacks or whatever. Makes sense. I'll do what I need to do during the day. Um, and then when I started it, it said it was almost exactly four hours. I'm like, oh my god! But it really didn't feel like a chore, except for the end. Yeah, we'll um, get there. We'll get but there. No, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good show. I guess because they hyped it up as to say, oh my god, it's going to be an amazing show. Like, it's, a, it's a glorified house show, people. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a glorified house show. <laughs> it's not, it's like Ring of Honor when they do their um, shows on the... Um, for people that don't know, over on Honor Club, they stream other house shows now as part of their deal on Honor Club. And oh, at the end okay. of the day, it's glorified house shows. If you want to watch their house shows, watch their house shows. It's not a big deal. It's, it's a cool feature if you want to watch them, you know? But if you have no interest mm-hmm. or don't have the money and you don't want to do it, like, I don't have the money to pay for that monthly right now. But, like, it's a cool concept. But that's what this was. This wasn't as bad as an MSG show they once did. That was bad. Mm-hmm. That really strange, like, Bray Wyatt <laughs> Undertaker match that was supposed to happen. It didn't happen. And it was a weird show. Uh, <laughs> or, like, wasn't that big show Brock Lesnar with that MSG show? That terrible MSG show that they aired? Of all MSG shows that they aired, that was the worst one. <laughs> they, could, they couldn't give us a great holiday week holiday week MSG show. They gave us that crap. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, the Australia show. Back to Australia. Overall, I thought the show was good. I, I, if the crowd was hot, and it was 70,000 yeah. plus people in that place. That's insane. And by the way, that venue mm-hmm. apparently could hold up to 100,000 people for cricket matches. Holy crap. Uh-huh. It, it can hold that many. Like, I'm surprised. I think that building was also used for the Olympics. So. Okay, yeah, that for, would make sense. For, like, Olympics and, like, the opening ceremonies. And, that, and they filled that place up to 100,000 people for the Olympics. So, <laughs> that's crazy when you think about it. And they fit over 70,000 people for wrestling. So, and there's the people arguing with the number. I'm like, I don't argue with the number because if you look at it, they tarped off a bunch of teeth for the set. So, I'll go with that number, personally. Overall, the show was good. I mean, I enjoyed the Iconics. That was a cool moment. Um, Somebody actually said that the Iconics should have healed up on Melbourne because they're from Sydney. And there's a natural feud Mm. between Sydney and Melbourne, and they should have healed it up and had some fun, and people were expecting it, and they didn't. So that kind of disappointed the people. Disappointed the people. Buddy Murphy was the fucking star. Like, oh my god, Buddy Murphy was a <laughs> <Seriously>. big star. <laughs> I don't know what shocked me more: the crowd reaction to Buddy Murphy or Cedric Alexander losing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Those are the most shocking things on the whole show. Uh, I enjoyed the Shield match. I liked the story. Uh, I uh-huh. love Ambrose right now. Ambrose is like my favorite character on Raw right now because you don't know what the fuck he's thinking, and I love it. 
It's such an mm. interesting story they're telling with Ambrose. Um, the Shield was good. I, I the women's match left something to desire. I love the Riot Squad and I love Ronda. I don't like the Bellas as much as everybody else seems to. And um, true, very quick story about the Bellas. So Mandy was at an event last week, and uh, apparently she was wearing she was wearing a wrestling shirt. She was wearing a Nia Jack shirt. So someone came up to her about wrestling talk. And uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you open up a wrestling talk. And somebody wanted to know because they wanted to know if she knew the Ultimate Super Showdown because she hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. And someone asked her, "Did the Bellas win their match?" And they're like, she's like, yeah, because of Ronda. You know? Hmm. Ronda's not going to lose. And apparently they're like, oh my god, I'm so happy the Bellas won. I'm like, hmm. and she's like, the Riot the Squad, it, it, they're just not ready to be pushed. I'm like, and Mandy literally jumped on him. I'm still proud of Mandy for this. Defending the Riot Squad. Because the Riot Squad have been together for so long now. And the fact that Ruby Riot's like a, like a long-time indie wrestler. And all this crazy stuff. And Liv Morgan, we want to grow up in NXT. We want to grow up. Ruby Riot was made eventing against Asuka. <laughs> Over on NXT. Her and Nikki Cross were made eventing. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. And then she are talking about, bad about the Riot Squad. I'm like, wow, Bella fans. They, they, they're ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna... Um, so, we get to the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for Dana Bryan and the Miz if that match got cut for this. It's the fact that Dana Bryan and the Miz was 2 minutes and 35 seconds. The entrances were longer than their match. And that pisses me off. Triple H Undertaker. They went 27 minutes and 35 seconds. Not including Taker's 10 minute entrance. <laughs> Why the fuck... The Triple H Undertaker go 27 minutes and 35 seconds, Sal. Why? <laughs> uh, why did that match go longer than AJ Styles and Mojo? Why? Why? And why did I watch it? Like, why did I sit and watch this match? Like, why did I sit and watch it thinking it was going to get better? Like, <laughs> That's another question. Because you were hoping and praying. I mean, Shawn Michaels could not make this good. Like, and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> so we have a question here coming into this match. Were Triple H and Shawn Michaels holding into the heels? <laughs> was this supposed to tell me the story of this match? Uh, uh yeah. Were Triple H and Shawn Michaels supposed to be the heels? Because Shawn kept interfering, and then Kane kept looking at like a. I don't know what the hell Kane was doing. Why is Kane going to this show? Like, what was he doing? Was he doing anything? I think. I think Kane was on his um. His Apple Watch uh, taking care of mayoral <laughs> duties. Because I think he went to a table and would lay there for seven and a half minutes from someone's dead on one of the reports to listen to. He would lay in <laughs> that table do. for seven and a half minutes. <laughs> As you do. As you do. Um, <laughs> so the match ended with Shawn Michaels super kicking Taker and then Triple H hitting him with a sledgehammer because it's apparently 1998. <laughs> super kicking him again and then getting into a pedigree for the pin because apparently we wanted to redo the ending of WrestleMania 28 that's what I learned this week because <laughs> that's the exact same finish they tried to do WrestleMania 28 except that the Taker actually kicked out and hit the tombstone that's the difference <laughs> so trip one and nobody cared <laughs> nobody cared 
And then they all raise each other's hands. This, anno- this is annoying to me. They all raise each other's hands like they're doing a curtain call. Like they just did a play. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, what was that? And at this point, CJ, because we, had, we, had, we actually had plans on Saturday. When we watched, because we went to show about, we started the show about 9 o'clock in the morning. So we were a couple hours behind. So I was able to avoid spoilers and I watched the whole show straight through. And he needed to take a shower. So I'm like, well, go in the shower. I'll let you know if anything happens. If anything goes, I think the show's going to go off the air. And they're celebrating like at the fucking play. And uh, <laughs> they're bowing and doing whatever they do. And then Taker turns on Triple H because apparently that's what you do. And he hit a, and he hit a surprise tombstone. How the fuck did the man hit a surprise tombstone at 56 years old? I have no idea. <laughs> and then came tombstone and Shawn Michaels through a table. I mean, maybe he choke slams and goes through a table. Because apparently, that's the sentence you must say. <laughs> and we go off the air. What the fuck was that? <laughs> so, what was that? Why? Why did we watch that? Please answer me this. Why did we watch that? I just, I, you completely, like, just disappeared for, like, a whole minute. What did you say? I said, why did we have to watch that bullshit? Um... Because we're sheep and we're going to watch it anyway. Uh, it's annoying. <laughs> it really is annoying. So. What the hell is this? You don't recognize this music? <laughs> it's the theme song in the Back of the Future. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we're time traveling, apparently, people. Because when we turn them raw. <laughs> We start up raw. It's too early in the morning for me to process your puns. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't stop laughing because it's hysterical. <laughs> I wanted to use back in time, but it didn't fit the theme that I wanted to go with. Uh, instead, uh, I, thought, I thought I thought this was the intro to the the next thing no, we're going to talk about. Crowd Girl doesn't have a pay per view theme yet. Isn't that one yet? So <laughs> apparently, we open up raw. With Shawn Michaels and, D- and Shawn Michaels and Triple H, Triple H in an outfit straight out of 2002, and Shawn Michaels looking like he's in the street with Chris Jericho in 2008. And <laughs> they get in the ring and they start talking about Undertaker and Kane, and they just happen to have brand new DX T-shirts ready <laughs> because mm-hmm, in the most unceremoniously way ever, um, Triple H asks, "Are you ready?" And he says, "I know Shawn is." But our, our Undertaker and Kane ready for DX at Crown Jewel. So that was the most unceremonious way of announcing Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement. Ever. <laughs> it was so unceremonious. Seriously. It was so Seriously. One would think this would be a bigger, with a bigger deal in 2002 when he came back at SummerSlam. So. <laughs> I mean, or, they, or the return of Hornswoggle. That was a bigger deal, I think, than this. So. Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement. DX is reforming. T-shirts remain apparently on the flight home from Australia because they're automatically a punch-up zone immediately after. <laughs> I mean, minutes after the T-shirts were available on shop. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is DX reforming? Why is the DX versus the pros of destruction in 2018? I don't know. I, I, I mean, here's here's my here's my complaint. Um. Okay, so Shawn Michaels thing. Okay, how many times have we heard? Oh, one more match, one more match, blah blah blah. You're really gonna have him come back after all these years, come out of retirement 
for this crap-ass tag match? Well, Sean said recently that if he was going to come back, he wouldn't come back for a singles match right now. He didn't think he could pull it off. Fine. Okay. How much fucking money is the Saudi prince paying Shawn Michaels? <laughs> I'm just serious about this sentence. I'm not even joking. Like, it sounds like I'm always making fun of this, but and I know the Saudi, and we'll get into Saudi Arabia in a second, but like, how much fucking money is Shawn Michaels getting for this? Like, he said he'll never come out of retirement. He'll never come out of retirement. What the fuck is he getting paid for this? Like, <laughs> Is he getting paid from them, or is he getting paid from WWE? How it works, apparently, is the money Saudi Arabia paid for this show. They paid for this 10-year thing with WWE. Right. And so they're paying for my... I was getting, I'll actually, you know what? I'll give you something. I'll plug something. ProWrestling.net, the Boom podcast that went up on Wednesday. Um, they had one of the guys from WrestleOtics on their show. But I have to listen to their show. I'm interested in it. And they were talking about the Saudi deal. And apparently, it's processed to the fact that WWE got paid $150 million for these shows this year. Right. That's a lot of money. So, they can use that money then to pay the wrestlers from the Saudi money. Wait, from just the two shows from this year? Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. You gotta understand why WWE's even doing these shows. That's a lot of fucking money for two that wrestling shows. Money. For two wrestling shows. Okay. <laughs> so the money from the Saudi government is going straight to the wrestlers that they're bringing back for these shows. So yes, the Saudi Arabia okay. is paying for this. And apparently, okay. um, the Saudi prince is requesting wrestlers. Because apparently, okay. the last show, he requested Yokozuna not realizing he was dead. <laughs> that's a true story that's not even a joke okay. that's not like a joke that's a true story <laughs> okay he actually requested him and the ultimate warrior for the last show oh my god <laughs> that's how dead he is that's why Braun Strowman won the Royal Rumble it's because he wanted he wanted Yokozuna and they gave him Braun Strowman instead <laughs> <laughs> true story so that's why Brock Lesnar is on this show, because they can afford him with the Saudi money. And that's why you can bring back Mayor Kane, and you can bring back Taker, and you can bring back Shawn Michaels. Mayor Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you have a, and then you have the fucking um, World Cup tournament that's supposed to tell us the best in the world. What the fuck is this tournament? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what is the purpose of this tournament? Exactly? According to what they said on SmackDown, because they said over. By, by the way, apparently, um, fuck, I always forget who hosts SmackDown. <laughs> who hosts uh, Tom Phillips? Oh, uh, Tom, Tom Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. He was. He, apparently, he was told to, to, to completely make the point that this tournament is to to, to determine the best in the world. <laughs> Here's my problem, and this is brought up. Number one, what, what are the world championships for then? If that's the case. <laughs> that's number one. And number two. <laughs> um, who are the combatants currently for the World Cup? John Cena, Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, and Randy Orton. <laughs> you better tell me. Wait, what country is Randy Orton? Um, um, Randy Orton be Big Show. Randy Orton be Big Show on, on Tuesday. No, Big Show was supposed to be on this. Yeah, what well, the hell? Randy Orton, be, I don't think Big Show wanted to fly to Saudi Arabia. I think that's what that is. I don't think Big Show wanted to fly to Saudi Arabia. Why would a big guy like him want to get on a plane? Like, why would he want to get on a plane to Saudi Arabia? But he's the closest thing to Yokozuna. Well, Braun Strowman's in the main event. Braun was in the main event. <laughs> and he's not going to win. No, he's not. But we'll get to that next. We'll get to our next show talking about virtual predictions. But 
That's what the World Cup's for. And next week we're having a match on SmackDown 1000, and we'll get into that in a little bit, between Rey Mysterio and Shinsuke Nakamura. Which on paper that's is fantastic. That's fantastic. On paper, and we'll get to that later. But, like, that's what this is for! What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, I will ask this, and I'll try not to get serious on this show that much, but how do you feel about going to Saudi Arabia a second time this year? Um, I mean, if this is the new normal for a while, then okay, but, I mean, especially with, like, what's been going on recently. Exactly. Uh, I'm a little weary. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, uh, ugh. it's kind of gross to go back out there right now. You know? A little bit. I don't like it. It's weird. And I understand the money, and I get it. And I'm one of those people, and I'm honest here, I, I don't I don't pay attention to the news, and I don't, I try to keep politics out of my wrestling. And I'm, I'm glad they don't bring up, like, Trump on WWE television, because they, they could if they wanted to. But they well, don't yeah, want I mean, to he's bring, a Hall of Famer. And they could, but they decided not to, because Linda McMahon works for him. So technically, mm-hmm. they had all right to bring it up on their programming and decided to not bring it up for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. For the divisive purpose of what it is. But yeah, we can do deals with the Saudi Arabia prince? Like, uh, I don't get it. I mean, I, and now here's the other thing that worries me is that they're locked into this crazy-ass contract. Yeah, for the next, couple, you know, next who, decade. Who's, who's to say that, you know... If they don't make him happy, what would he do? Exactly. What are you going to do next year? Or like, and my other problem here, Shawn Michaels coming back should be a big deal. And he should be coming back at WrestleMania. But we're doing it here. Yes. We're doing it here. I, mean, I would even accept coming back at like a Survivor Series. Like, I'd accept that. You know what I mean? I would totally accept it. Mm-hmm. But we're doing it here. And it feels weird. Like, it doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, and it's almost like these shows don't count. Because, like, the Rage for Rumble, that show didn't count. <laughs> right. It didn't mean anything. Like, Braun Strowman didn't bring back that title belt. He didn't bring it home with him. I guarantee you, it's almost like, I, 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 I'm I, I'm willing to bet that the, the, the green title belt that Braun Strowman won at the Rage for Rumble is, like, at a trophy case in the, in the um, Prince's, like, cabin or something. I can totally see that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, like, it, it's so ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. It bothers me. And we'll get more into it on our next show. But it's like, ugh. I want to hear Dad's opinion on this and our next show. Because our next show will talk about Evolution and Crown Jewel. That's a weird... By the way, another question. Do you find it weird that Crown Jewel is happening four days after an all of album pay-per-view? Um... I thought it was a little odd, but, you know, it's probably the whole thing that, well, if the women are getting their own pay-per-view, the men are getting their own pay-per-view. But it's different, going from there. I think it's a difference, because the women are getting a pay-per-view because the women are getting a pay-per-view. The men are getting this show because they have to. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not because they want to, because the, the, the women pay-per-view is more of, we want to give this to you. We're giving yeah. this to you. We're, like, there's now two women, there's going to be two referees that are women, and the only like, and we're joking around about men on this show. I was talking to Manny about this. I will accept Little Nate as a referee because he likes doing Charlotte's matches. I'll accept that. <laughs> Little Nate. <laughs> I will accept Michael Cole on commentary mainly because him, Beth Phoenix, and Renee Young are amazing on the Mae Young Classic. 
I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm not accepting many other men on this show. Like, other than that, you know what I mean? Like, because there's, there's two referees. I think it's the third one being trained down at NXT. So you can bring her up. Like, there's enough women now that you don't have to have many men on this show at all. Like, <laughs> whatsoever. It's true. You know, we even have two freaking ring announcers. If you didn't want to just have JoJo do all the ring, we have two women ring announcers now. There's one in NXT. So... <laughs> We have enough people to make it work. Anyway, we'll get into that on our next show. Okay, so back to your favorite your favorite hour of Raw in a very long time. Oh, God. <laughs> I, was, I was creaming all over the place. First things first. <laughs> we opened up with obviously the DX weirdness. And then Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush come out. First of all, I, me, you were on the last show. What's your thoughts on Leo Rush? He's like that annoying little gnat that flies around your head and you can't get rid of him. <laughs> People were comparing him to um to like a um what was the joke? I was listening to the Taz show earlier. I haven't listened to the Taz show much, but I listened to the Taz show. Um who was the guy with the whistle? Bill Alfonso. No. Bill Alfonso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So and apparently Taz never heard the whistle in any of those matches. <laughs> he never heard the whistle. He was so zoned in. He never heard. It. So I wonder if Bobby Lashley even hears what Leo Rush is saying during the match. Yeah, who knows? I'd love yeah, to know. Knows. <laughs> Knowing that Taz never heard the whistle, never RVD never heard the whistle. Never heard it. <laughs> he had no idea until he watched the match back how annoying it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Leo Rush is Leo Rush, and then Bobby Lashley comes out, and apparently. From what I run what I what I took of this, we had a double turn. Where Kevin Owens is now a face and Bobby Lashley is a heel. Oh sorry, Lashley is a heel with Leo Rush Lashley, as his Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> that was so annoying. <laughs> that was so annoying. With Leo Rush as his voice. I have no problem with this heel turn. Whatsoever. No. I think this is what Lashley should have been doing this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Because for those who don't know, Lashley was a fantastic heel in TNA. Fantastic to heel over there. Like, to the point where, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Um, did you ever see the, um, what show was it? The, uh, maybe the full, the full, like, impact show that the Hardys hosted at their compound. Did you ever see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, that show had Bobby Lashley fighting in a forest. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> but to his credit, he had a match that literally went into a forest and lasted 55 minutes in a forest. <laughs> but he never broke character. But he never broke character. I give him credit. Like, the man never turns it off the entire time. He's in this really strange universe and never turns off the heel persona the entire time. It was amazing to watch. <laughs> so I think he can pull this off rather well and the fact that he got into like um, Balor and Bailey's face and like if you're going to be a heel go to your two, two people that are like one of your top faces on the company you might as well go right into their face and bother them it worked it really worked <laughs> yeah so then the next thing that happens was I forgot to, I took this off for some reason the belt I'll get to the bells in a second because the other thing oh, the bells now the bell is turned on Ronda Rousey 
<laughs> as 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 you were expecting. And that was I predicted that weeks ago. Like, and, I, and you were yelling at me literally five minutes before it happened. I texted him like, and this is where Nikki turns on on Ronda. I said that five minutes before it happened. You're on that again. You're on that again. <laughs> and then it happened. I'll take the screenshot of the cat to prove it. <laughs> and there it is. It happened again. I predicted it five minutes before it happened. Well, I'm expecting it a super showdown. I really was expecting it there. So, right. <laughs> and it happened on Raw. Um, I guess the bells work. I healed. I mean, I thought they were healed this whole time. But I didn't think it was the turn. <laughs> I think this was the turn. I think, I think I think they work better as heels. I always liked them. Especially better Nikki. As heels. Especially Nikki. Nikki comes yeah. off as a natural heel. She's such a bitch. Yeah. Like she's mm-hmm. such a bitch, and that's not a bad thing. She it works really no. well. She's the top heel on her own freaking television show. <laughs> I mean, Total Bellas, she's pretty much the top heel on that show. I don't watch it anymore, but I've heard that. Like, I've heard that on Total Bellas. And she's the biggest bitch on her own mm-hmm. show. <laughs> so, that was that. So, we had the Bellas, and that led to the Big Evolution announcement. And we'll get to that in a second. But then we had Mickey come out. Well, we had Trish Radis come out. To come to the ring and talk about Alexa Bliss. And then Alexa right. Nikki came out. And they start talking. And originally the matches were supposed to be Trish versus Alexa and Mickey versus Lita. I'm not quite sure what happened. But instead, uh, apparently Mickey decided to challenge Trish to a tag match. Which, okay. I, it was random as hell. <laughs> and then for some reason Lita just happened to be in the back to come out. You know, as, as, well, as, you, as you do. I understand it to you. I'm like, I know what's coming. And I see what's coming, but I'm still ecstatic because of Lita. I'm still happy as hell because of Lita. But that led to a match announcement for Evolution. How do you feel about the tag match instead of singles? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think I'm more hyped for them combining the two matches into a tag match than them doing them separately. I agree. I think I, it's going like to be it. more entertaining. I personally like it. By the way, this is um, Salute by Little Mix in the background. This is the Evolution team. Oh, okay. By the way, um, I actually listened to the lyrics of this song. Boy, this fits the pay per view so well. This fits it so well. Like, oh my god! If you listen to the lyrics of this song, it is telling the story of this pay per view in the lyrics form. Like, it's perfect. Okay. Absolutely perfect. I don't hear that very much about like poppy music for the theme songs of these shows, but this fits so well. <laughs> so our cards so far, like I said, we'll get into predictions on our next show. But our cards so far, we have the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda versus Nikki. Which is really strange. But also on SmackDown, we were both... Okay, SmackDown opens. SmackDown opens. And we're having Becky Lynn with a Charlotte for the Women's Championship to open SmackDown. (laughs) And they got 25 minutes to open SmackDown for a title match. Wait, so there was, like, no, like, interview or anything? No, it was... It was was show starts, Becky Lynn's music is playing... And their ring announcers in the ring saying, this match is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Okay, cool. That's Straight nice. up. Cool. Like, right after that show started. It was fantastic. They were given 25 minutes, two commercial breaks. One of them was an inset thing so we can watch the match along. Right. It was a fantastic match. So much better than the Super Showdown match. It was so great. Huh. It's a great awesome. match. And um, the stipulation was that Becky got TQ to lose the belt. Right. To try to get counted out. Charlotte wouldn't let her. And then being a double count out, which is fine. It happens. Double count out. Then, this is where things get interesting. 
Becky tried to walk away, and the, I want my I got my belt back. No problem. Walks up the ramp. Charlotte didn't want her to. Charlotte was pissed, so she chases down Becky. Check, Becky's trying to get away, and then Be- and Charlotte, Edge would be proud of this spear. Like that's how good this spear was. She spears Becky through the LED board on the ramp. Destroys the middle of the LED board. Like, destroys yes. it for the rest of the night. Like, you can watch Mixed Max Challenge on Facebook, and the LED board is still broken. Yes. Like, <laughs> if you watch Mixed Max Challenge later in the night. Um, the LED board's destroyed. And, um, which, by the way, shows when they filmed 205 Live. Because they filmed 205 Live, 205 before SmackDown now, so the LED board was fine for Wednesday's show. <laughs> right. That was funny. <laughs> but, so they destroyed the LED board, and uh, Charlotte actually kept cutting her hand on the glass from the LED board. Wow. Like, it was bad. And so Paige announces that at Evolution, we're going to have a last women's standing match between Becky and Charlotte. Yes. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I really am. <laughs> So then we also have the um, tag match that we just discussed. We also have the NXT Women's Championship between Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. And we also have the Mae Young Classic Finals. Yes. And that's so far. That's already yeah. five matches already. That's a lot of matches already booked. So that's crazy. I'm looking forward to Evolution more and more every get closer. I, I can't wait. I'm so excited about I it. Oh, I honestly wish I can go. Um, Quick promotion here. In two weeks, if you if you want to hear about Evolution Talk, in two weeks, I got a treat for you. We're, do, we're doing our show. Normal normal recording time for us, nothing out of the ordinary. Normal Thursday morning recording for us. But on the Friday, if you want to hear the male perspective, listen to our show. Want to hear the female perspective. Right before our show goes up, we'll have a very special Pucks and Polish episode with Mandy and Kim. And they will be giving me the female nice. perspective on evolution. That was Mandy's oh, idea. Oh, that's really cool. That's a great idea. That was Mandy's idea. So we're going to be doing that in two weeks on Friday. So both shows will be going up on the Friday morning back to back. So you can hear both the male and female perspective on evolution from our staff. <laughs> so there you go. That's actually a good idea. So that's a big deal. Like I said, that was Mandy's idea. I will give her full credit for that every time. That was totally her idea to do that. So that's I say we just too. go with theirs and just like you know screw our. Well, I think if we have our show because we also have, we'll also be doing Crown Jewel and any other things to talk about. So I want to get both perspectives because I think it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be more fun to have both perspectives, you know. So that's what we're gonna yeah. do in two weeks. So it's a little promotion, a little like like pretty much note for future shows. A lot going on, Teaser. and that's a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. and if I don't do enough podcasting enough time, <laughs> I'm adding another show to my repertoire in the next couple of weeks to do this special lecture <laughs> show. Because I'm not even giving predictions on it. I'm literally just hosting it and letting them do their thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not? I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna host it, obviously, and obviously produce it and record the whole thing. But I'll let them talk and do their thing. So that could be a mm-hmm. fun, fun show for them to do. I know Kim's really excited to come on. She hasn't been on the show in a long time. And she's really excited to come on and do the show with her with Mandy. And Mandy requested it. So here we go. We'll do it. Let's jump out of the wrestling world for a minute. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how weird it was to hear this song in Sweden. How weird it was. <laughs> so, the Devils were overseas. If you guys didn't hear... The Devils were abroad, as the as the hashtag said. 
Um, the devils were with abroad? The, the hashtag was devils go abroad. That was actually the hashtag. Oh. All over the place on Twitter. I thought they were with, I thought they were with abroad. Well, Amanda Stein was there. <laughs> and she's gorgeous, so that works. <laughs> she's gorgeous, so that works out. <laughs> so, the Devils were overseas for the last, like, week. They've literally played one NHL regular season game. <laughs> there are teams that have played four games already. We've played one. <laughs> That's it going into this recording. And we're undefeated. Yes, we're undefeated. We'll get into that in a second. So, what, did you watch either game? Just curious. Did you watch either game? No, I was working. I was working both games. Well, the Switzerland game, I was working. Uh, I'll keep track of obviously. On Twitter, I was at work, but I was at work for the Switzerland game. I do plan on watching it because I do want to put it on DVD like I did last year with the um, game, the craft game with Ottawa. Just for my personal mm-hmm. collection, my Devil's History collection. I like having those in my collection. So I'm going to do that and watch it that way. The Devils did beat SC Burn 3-2 to two in overtime. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? <laughs> um, the cool part for me was the fact that Nico got his moment. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Apparently, they're playing tribute videos for Nico throughout the first period, and all this crazy stuff is going on for Nico, and that's really cool for him. Good for him. I mean, I'm proud of him for that. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool moment. You know who I feel bad for? Ooh. Going into the Sweden game, Jasper Bratt. Okay. Did you hear what happened to him? No. Okay. He's Swedish. He was super mm-hmm. excited to play in the game against Edmonton. He was in the starting lineup as of two days before that game. He didn't play mm-hmm. in that game. Do you know why he didn't play in that game? He broke his toe. No. He had a busted jaw. You wonder how he got a busted jaw? Ow. He got hit in the face with a puck in practice. Oh, come on. Are so, you serious? Here's what happened. And this is the truth is what happened. And it, it wasn't even one of those things where he was blocking a shot. Like, if he was blocking a shot or something along those lines, I understand. The puck, he was no, the puck ricocheted off of the crossbar and hit him in the face. <laughs> and he you busted up his jaw two days before the Sweden game. He's out for two to three weeks. <laughs> That's so. That sucks. Terrible timing. Like, you can't do anything about it. It was a freak accident. You can't even do anything yeah. about it. But he had to miss the Sweden yeah. game because of it. And that sucks. Like, he was in the starting yeah. lineup for that game. He was all ready to go. <laughs> oh, that I feel sucks. bad for him. I feel so bad for him when that happened. Let me go on to Saturday. And I watched this game live. This was a crazy game to watch. It was bizarre. The crowd was rocking. And Mandy asked me, like, why are they playing in Sweden? Like, why is this game happening? Because it's opening day. Why are they in Sweden? I'm like, well, first of all, we have Swedish players on both sides. That's number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and number two, the, the, the NHL really just wanted to have Taylor Hall versus, um, fuck, other side, Edmonton. Connor. Connor, McG- Connor McDavid head-to-head as, mm-hmm. the, as, the MV, as the MVP versus the number one scorer. I think it's all they wanted. <laughs> it's all they really wanted. And they ended up in Sweden to do it. <laughs> How do you feel about them being overseas for the last week? What was that? I'm sorry. How did you feel about them being overseas for the last week? I think it's really cool for the league, but how did you feel about the Devils actually being involved in this? I mean, it's about time that, like, we get involved in stuff because, like, for the longest time, like, we just were never involved with anything. And, you know, it really started with the uh, the whole stadium series thing. Once we were doing the stadium series, it feels like, you know, we're starting to get included in all these really cool extra things. And, you know, it's about time. And I think it's something to do with last year's run. Last year's run was amazing. 
And having Taylor Hall oh, yeah. helps. Having Taylor Hall helps. Having Nico helps. And also, mm-hmm. it sounds like this, this trip went so well. In the future, don't don't be surprised if the Devils go back overseas in the future. No, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Because that's actually what they were talking about during the first period of this game. The Devils, the, um, the Devils' management pretty much said, "We'll do this any time. We'll do this any time. Let's do it every year. I want to do it every year if they can." You know, it was such a great environment for this game, and the cool part was that the Devils actually brought their because the um the SC Burn people didn't have a um like professional crew, NHL style crew, so they brought okay. their the Devils actually brought their PA people and all their production people with them to be to do all the work at SC Burn for that oh, game. Okay. So all the music and everything else came from the Devils. Everything came from us. And then Oh, and that that picture that I saw with the soundboard? Yeah, yeah that was our guys in Switzerland. That's cool. <laughs> running the soundboard. It was really, really cool. And then apparently they did such a great job that they asked them to do the Sweden game too. Nice. <laughs> So the Devils guys did the Sweden game too. So you can hear the Devils PA announcer in the background of the entire Sweden game. <laughs> it was really, really nice. cool. But the Devils won 5-2. to two. They blew out Edmonton in the opening day game. It was so fucking cool to watch. Great game. It was a great fucking game to watch. And I really thought Palmer was going to get a hat trick. I really did. <laughs> but fantastic game. Proud of the Devils. Proud of this happening. And uh, I'd love for them to keep this going. Yeah. And we'll talk more Devils hockey as we go along this year. I hope we have more positive things to talk about because this team is so good. This team is so good. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this off air. We were talking about this off air right before we went on the air and I was getting everything set up. Um, it's really also cool. You're talking about the NHL recognizing the Devils. It's really cool for them to have this behind the glass um, series on the NHL Network. Mm-hmm. I've been watching this the last couple of weeks. It's such a good series. It is so good. Nice. By the way, John Hyde's got a mouth on him. Oh my God, John Mouth has really? got a mouth on him. He he's the nicest family guy you can meet. But it's like Herb Brooks. It reminds me of Herb Brooks in Miracle, where he's like the nicest guy in the world with him, but he gets on the ice and he is he has a mouth on him. Like oh my God, they have to censor him so fucking much on show during any like speech in the locker room on the ice. He curses so much. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and another thing I have to know, Taylor Hall. We're talking about the other hall in episode two. So, this is my area where I like to walk privately in Hoboken. Guess what? It's now on NHL Network. It's no longer a private area, Taylor. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just ruined it for yourself. Because <laughs> as a former New Jersey native, I recognize where he was just based on what I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So well, that's that. We'll talk more about hockey as we go along. You sent me a text message yesterday. And uh, I'm shocked I didn't send it to you first, but you beat me to it, so I'll let you have this one. What is coming out uh, November 14th, Sal? I know. I can't wait. Tell everybody. Talk about it. Uh, they are doing a uh, they're they're doing another uh, greatest showman soundtrack, but they are doing uh, it's it's like a covers album, so they're basically taking the whole soundtrack and remixing it, and and having you know today's artists. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I just want to ca- ca- call you out on something here. So last year, when the Hamilton mixtape came out, 
<laughs> and you made this fun is, of this me. This is different. No, this no, 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 it's not. It is not this different. This because is different. it is the same thing. It is literally the exact same thing. No, With it's not. Remix songs. The they brought in modern artists. The Hamilton mixtapes are other songs. Both of the soundtrack, both of the soundtrack on it. It's literally the same thing. No, it's not because these are the, this is the soundtrack re redone. The okay. Hamilton mixtape is just a random bunch of songs that have nothing to do with the show. Okay, I'll get to that in a second. Talk about what's on here, and I'll talk about what's on here first. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we have um, I'm not going to obviously read the names of every song, but we have Panic at the Disco, we have Pink. Uh, Willow Sage Heart. We have Years and Years, which is actually a really good group, um, and Jess Glynn, which uh, I for, uh, she's I think she's in a group. I don't remember, but she's really good too. Uh, we have Max, who's from New York, uh, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. That's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's on there. Um, Kayla Settle. Um, she does the lead Kesha, of This Is Me. So there you go. People that want to know her, right? Um, with Kesha and Missy Elliott, so that's going to be interesting. Um, James Arthur and Anne Marie, and I'm like all about Anne Marie right now. Um, Sarah Bareilles. That's awesome. Zach Brown. Zach I want to hear Zach Brown magazine from now on. I want to hear that version so know, bad. I know it's going to it's going to be awesome. Uh, and then we have our bonus tracks. We have Pentatonix doing uh, the Greatest Show, which that's going to sound amazing. Craig David, who's a name I haven't heard I in like years. a decade. Years. Um, Kesha. Doing her take of This Is Me, it's probably going to sound weird. Weird. <laughs> uh, and Zendaya uh, doing her own solo acoustic version of Rewrite the Stars. And I'm a sucker for acoustic songs, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm a total sucker. I, I love acoustic songs. I cannot wait. I I hope they release a couple of these songs like real soon. Um, it's not that far away. It's less than a month away. So this is very close to coming out. So we're getting there. Uh, I'm looking at some of that. So I brought up the Hamilton mixtape real fast, and I wanted to make a point here. One, <laughs> see, my shot, redone. Wait for it, redone. Satisfied, redone. Zushianosia, redone. It's Quiet Uptown. By the way, if, if you've never heard of Hide and Have a Color Clock, people you should listen to it. Amazing. It'll make you cry. It'll make you cry. Um, mm -hmm. This would be enough. That's Alicia Keys, redone. You'll be back, redone. Helpless, which, by the way, is Ashanti and Jay Rule. Ja Rule, I mean Ja Rule, which is amazing because um, ja, um, uh, uh, the original concept of that was actually an Ashanti Ja Rule duet, and they actually got them to sing the song that was inspired by their own duets, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, Burn, and then that's also a remix, and then Washington's on your, by your side of the remix, History has his eyes on you as a redo. So, uh, half the songs on the Hamilton soundtrack are just reduced to the original songs. So, okay, half, half. And the other half, half are songs that were cut from the musical. The other half are songs that were cut. Well, then they don't count. <laughs> then they don't count. So, all right, that's that. We'll argue about that. No, for no, a long poop time. on you. <laughs> so, that's that. I, 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 all, all joking aside, I am looking forward to this soundtrack. I am looking, a lot looking forward to this. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait. So, um, one more thing. I'm going to go to the next thing on here. This is more because I thought that was going to be here, but it's still a very big deal. The Wrestle Kingdom 13 main event is officially set, and I'm excited. And it's the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. It's Kenny Omega versus um, Hiroshi um, Tanahashi. And just so you know, Sal, how this works is they, the G1 winner gets the title shot at Wrestle Kingdom, and then he has oh to defend it twice. Is to defend his title match, title shot twice, and he actually once those are done, then we make the official announcement for Wrestle Kingdom. So now the main event, 
for January is now set. Wow, okay. So this is it. There's no more title defenses for Kenny Omega. There's no more defenses of the case for the title one number one contendership. This is it. This is the main event of Wrestle Kingdom set in stone. It will not change Thanks. between now and January. That's how cool. Japan does things. So they have now three three months to hype up a match. <laughs> That's more than enough time. That's less plenty enough time. Especially because Tanahashi is like a legend in New Japan. And Kenny Omega is, a leg- is obviously Kenny Omega. So there you go. Right. So there you go. Wrestle Kingdom is <laughs> set in stone. And rather, Chris Jericho is coming back. Chris Jericho appeared in New Japan this week. Oh. Did you hear about this? He is the IW. No. He's the IWGP Intercontinental Champion still. By the way, <laughs> he's still their champion, mm-hmm. but he doesn't show up much because he's got Fozzy stuff to do. Right. And the last time everyone saw him was all in. That was the last time everyone saw him was all in. When he attacked mm-hmm. Omega, all in. <laughs> I don't know. And 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 if anyone missed that, it was, he was dressed up like Pentagon Dark, and he showed up and he attacked um Kenny Omega. So that was really awesome. And then he flew nice. out back to his Fozzy to, to his. He actually flew out. Back to his Fozzie set and did his Fozzie set dressed at Pentagon Dark. <laughs> Two hours after this. It was amazing. Young Bucks nice. got that all set up. That was pretty cool. But anyway, so apparently he's facing a guy named one of the guys of, um, I, uh, he's um, an evil who has like druids okay. and all this kind of stuff. And the druids are important because no one ever messes with the druids. This is not a thing you do. It's like messing with Taker's druids. It's a big deal. Right. You just don't mess with the druids and evil's entourage. Well, Jericho dressed as one of the druids in a mask and everything. And while Evil's doing his entrance to face Zack Zabar Jr., he jumped Evil from behind, dressed as one of his druids, <laughs> and beat the living shit out of him. <laughs> and nobody realized it was Jericho at first until he hit the code breaker. And they were like, oh shit, it's Jericho! <laughs> <laughs> so they set up Jericho versus Evil for the next New Japan show. Not as a thing, but the next New Japan show. I think I... <laughs> It was really, really cool. So I expect Jericho to win that and retain. I don't expect Jericho to drop the title until Wrestle Kingdom. But still, it's pretty damn cool that Jericho makes these appearances out of nowhere. No one knows it's coming. Like, nobody expects it every single time. He's the master at this. And it's great, and it works. It's it's great. He's the absolute best at it. Absolute best. So we mentioned it earlier. And we have SmackDown 1000. On Tuesday. Which I will be actually here to watch. Woohoo! I re- I, you know what it is? I was doing close minute recording schedules, and I didn't put two and two together that Tuesday was back on 1000 until like three weeks ago. But I had already scheduled stuff for Tuesday. I had to redo my schedule to make sure I was done by seven. <laughs> I was done by seven because I was not missing back on 1000. That wasn't happening. You know? <laughs> So, SmackDown 1000, they have announced, obviously, the World Cup qualifying match between Rey Mysterio and Shinsuke Nakamura. Would you like to hear my um, prediction of what I think the future is going to be for this feud? Of course. Okay, so I ran this by CJ, and CJ loved this idea. So, you have Rey B. Shinsuke here, because obviously the Saudi Prince wants Rey Mysterio. So, you have Rey B. Shinsuke here. Then, Rey can say, I beat you on SmackDown, so I want a U.S. title match. So then you do Ray versus Shinsuke at Survivor Series for the U.S. title. You have Ray uh-huh. beat Shinsuke for the title. You keep that feud going for a couple of months, have Shinsuke get his rematches and all that kind of stuff. And then you set up at WrestleMania Andre Cien Almas versus Ray Mysterio for the U.S. title. Oh. So you have their Mexican history 
of their history of the duo of the history of Mexico, you bring that up and you have their match at WrestleMania. Okay. That I would just that I want to see happen. Apparently Ray wants to face Elvis. So do it at Mania. Right. So there you go. And then you can almost give him his WrestleMania moment. You have Vega dressed amazing because it's WrestleMania. And then you have <laughs> Ray be whatever superhero he feels like being this month. And you do that match and that'll be amazing. <laughs> that, yeah, that works. There you go. That's that's my that's my booking for Rey Mysterio in the next few months. <laughs> so nice. there you go. The other thing happening is Evolution's coming back. The pay per view? No, no, no. Evolution, the the group, <laughs> group. <laughs> How do you Boo. feel about Evolution coming back? Of all factions, like why them? Because they wanted Batista here. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. I, I guarantee you, Batista wasn't advertised for this, and people were complaining that Batista wasn't advertised for this. And um, all of a sudden, Batista's now advertised. And notice, once once the whole like James Gunn thing suddenly stopped being a big story, and since Guardians of Galaxy 3 is currently on hold, suddenly Batista's available to be on SmackDown 1000. <laughs> <laughs> So, Evolution coming back, and I'm convinced that Ric Flair is here because of Charlotte. And then Triple H yeah. is here because he's Triple H and he's everywhere. Randy Orton's on SmackDown already. Right. <laughs> and then you have Batista <laughs> coming back for the first time in years. I'm excited for it because I want to see Batista. More than anything else, I want to see Batista in WWE Ring again. I don't know how to feel about Evolution because they're not a SmackDown group. They're a Raw group, so it makes no sense. That's, it makes no That's sense. what I'm saying. I, I don't understand that part of it. But Evolution's coming back. And then the announced legends that are on the WWE website, it's Undertaker, Michelle McCool, because I, fi- I think they figure, well, Undertaker's coming, but let's bring his wife they with him. They can carpool together. <laughs> exactly. Um, Tori Wilson is coming back. <laughs> Michelle McCool, all of you nice. saw this. On her Instagram, she actually put up a, a video of her training in the ring. Oh. Yeah. And she looks good. She does look really good. But she was, like, shaking off ring rust in her own... Pri- and I think I was Taker's private ring, and she's shaking off ring rust. Do you think she'll be at the pay-per-view? I'm thinking maybe she'll be at Evolution. I'm thinking. Oh. They said 50 women. Wait, the group? No, I'm not going to pay-per-view now. Don't go to Evolution, the pay-per-view. So I have to play the right theme music so you know exactly what I'm talking about? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let me do that. So that you know... <laughs> no, I'm talking about Evolution the pay-per-view. <laughs> okay. So, I expect, I think we have a cool wrestle there. I, there's a lot of ideas you can do. I, I don't know, is Layla available? Maybe they can bring Megaly Cool for something? That would be cool. Yeah, like a, like a one-time, I mean, one-time only. Maybe you heard a rumor that they want to tag Beth Phoenix and Natalya back together for one night. See, that would be fun. That'd be fun. These are little ideas that I like. You know what I mean? There's a little idea that mm-hmm. they're throwing out there that I like these rumors. They're really, really fun. So that's – and also um, Tori Wilson, obviously, is being advertised for this. I think that makes sense. If you can't get Stacey Cable to bring Tori Wilson back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. where, where is Stacey Cable, by the way? I haven't heard her name in years. Like, where is she? You have any clue? Uh, I haven't heard Stacey's name. Ever since she dumped What's-His-Face. Yeah, like, I haven't heard Stacey Keebler's name in so long. And I'm surprised that they reach out to her and just have her come back for this. Not even back Revolution, come back for this. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird. She, she was big on SmackDown, so I'm surprised they didn't, he's not here. And then, of course, Teddy Long and Vicky Guerrero. 
<laughs> you can't do a SmackDown 1000 without Teddy Long. You can't. Impossible. So, so does that mean we're going to get like a five-on-two handicap match? <laughs> Evolution. Who's going to make an attack match? going to make an attack match against the Undertaker? <laughs> the Undertaker. Undertaker. I have a meme on my phone that says, this post, because of this post, I'm putting you in a match with the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite meme. <laughs> I don't get to use very much. It's my favorite meme. I don't get to use much. <laughs> but no, yeah, we'll end up with like a. Wasn't well, there like a. Um, what show is that? That there was like a 15, like a, four, a 15 and a half. 15, like a 15 man like tag match because they, it was like Hornswoggle and um, the Boogeyman's guy. And, oh, 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 Torino. It was all Torino. And they made like a 15 man tag match. Because the two of them counted the top people, half a person, <laughs> the two men were in background. <laughs> That's so offensive when you say it out loud. It really is so offensive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I'm excited. I really am excited for this show. And I, I don't even know if I should be this excited because they're probably disappoint us. But I, because SmackDown's been and so good. And is Vicky actually going to be there? Who? Who? Vicky Guerrero? Yes, Vicky Guerrero is advertised for this too. So we'll get Teddy Long and we'll get Vicky Guerrero doing an excuse me 20 minutes because we can. For no reason. <laughs> and I'm going to love it. Oh, you will. You'll be freaking out texting me about it. Because as she did it at the Royal Rumble. By the way, I want to make one note before I jump to one last thing I have to bring up here because I'm not going to be here next week to talk about it. Um, I'm loving the Royal Rumble commercials. I'm loving them because mm-hmm. they're not making a big deal of the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah, it's just a minor thing. I mean, there's no, there's no need because it, it's it's done. It's happened already. You know, what I mean? yeah. Like the first one was a big deal, but now it's just like, yeah, it shouldn't be a big deal. And I like it. They're not. It's cool though. It's cool. It's now the new normal. As I said to you, it's now the right. new normal. And the, the, they literally had the commercial. People haven't seen the commercial yet. It's like Stone Cold, Randy Orton, Oscar, and then like John Cena. Like that's in the commercial. It's, just, right. it's part of the history now, and it's nice. Right. It's not a big deal anymore, and it's cool. They're not making a big deal out of it, and that's not supposed to. You don't have to now. Right. So I like that. I just wanted to make a note of that. I know it sounds stupid, but like the, the the more you make this stuff normal, the more you like made event a Raw or a SmackDown with a women's match for no reason, makes it not as important and makes it more normal. Right. You know? Like you can main event SmackDown with a the segment between Becky Lynch and Charlotte, and it's not it's not surprising anymore. Yeah, yeah you know? you're right. Or you can like do something on Raw, and it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool, this is happening. Let's have our match. What are we doing tonight? Okay, cool. It's not a big deal anymore, and I like it. You know, it's, it's a long. Yeah. We've, we've come a long way in the last year when it comes to yeah. this stuff. So okay, last thing on here. Next weekend, I won't be here obviously because next weekend is going to be the um, Comic Con coverage. So I wanted to actually quickly. Um, run down the NWA 70th anniversary card. I know Dad's not here to talk about it, but I just want to bring it up real fast. Um, I actually, will, I have the show. I got it for free because um, I, I had 26 credits on my um, on my Fight TV account from All In Weekend, and this is $25. Okay. This is a dollar credit, so I had 25 credits. So I got it for free, so I will be watching it eventually. Um, so the NWA World Heavyweight Championship will be on the line. Here, the train. Two out of three falls match between Cody and Nick Aldis. This is Nick Aldis' rematch. Um, We're having the NWA National Championship. Um, They stripped the old champion because they didn't want to come back. And we're doing a two fatal four ways. 
It is Willie Mack, Jay Bradley, and Mike, Mike Farrow, and Ricky Starks, Hulk Cabana, Sammy Guerrera, Scorpio Sky of STU, and Sam Shaw. This is a name I haven't heard in a long time. Um, hmm. Then the winners will be facing off in a match at the end of the night for the title. Okay. So that's pretty cool. And the NWA Women's Championship will be on the line. Jazz. They're the name from the past. I was going to say, is that the same jazz? It's the same jazz. I saw a video on NWA's YouTube. It is the same jazz. Wow. Jazz is defending the NWA. He's the last women's champion before Billy Corgan won. But, I mean, Corgan bought the NWA. So she okay. was the last women's champion. So she's coming back to defend her title against Penelope Ford. For those who don't know who Penelope Ford is, she is Joey Janela's um, second half. Like, Joey Janela and Penelope Ford and all in. Penelope Ford is amazing in the ring. Wow, this okay. is going to be a great match. Uh, I'm really looking forward to. You didn't see all in, Sal. Penelope Ford did did as much in that match between um what was it, Joey Janela and um, Hangman Page. She did as much in that match as the guys did. Like mm-hmm. she, she took table spots. She was hitting head scissors off the top ropes. She was hitting like <laughs> ridiculous moves. Like it was amazing to watch her. I didn't know I didn't heard of her before, and she was absolutely incredible right. in all in. So I'm looking forward nice. to this match against Jazz. Which is so weird about Jazz in 2018. There's a name. I know. <laughs> you just don't say. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's our show. That's everything we had to talk about today. Very nice. A lot of stuff. Nice. A lot of stuff to talk about here. Lots and, of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's um end this show? Is this the right version, by the way? Isn't it great? It really is. I want to make sure this is the right version. What song is this, Sal? Uh, this is Bad Wolves, and this is their cover of the Cranberries uh, song Zombies. Very nice. It is very nice. All right. That's it for the show, Sal. Let's get out of here. Go. Uh, for more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, go to the com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and comment or leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. Uh, important note, Instagram. I will be posting pictures from Ace Comic Con on Instagram. That'll be my main place to post pictures. There's probably okay. more on Instagram than on Facebook. Straight from the panels, live from the panels. So just so people know, when I'm at Ace Comic Con, look for pictures on our Instagram page. So that's going to be a big plug. I wanted to big that out here. We're part of the Filling the Void Podcast Network. You can hear me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Clerks Minute, covering Clerks 2. And every other Friday... Talking about no news, but today, and if you're a part of our network today, you can hear all of those shows this morning. <laughs> all those things this morning. <laughs> also, I want to make plug something I thought on here. Um, la- uh, last night, when you're hearing this, was the return of Open the Mic Wrestling Night. Open Mic Wrestling Night with our oh, boss Dave, moves. our boss. And last night was the first live show, and the first replay will be today, right after our show. So if you want to hear that, um, go download that on the on the open the open my wrestling night. Um, look, Dave's so excited. He is so giddy excited for this. It's a live Twitch show. Yeah, that's his baby. He that's is his baby. So excited for this. He's been texting me for days. He's so giddy excited for this show. So go go support him. It's gonna be two times a week on Twitch. So, um, all the advertisements on the Filling the Void Podcast Network Instagram page. All the information for that. So. Next week, as I've been mentioning throughout this show, plugging the shit out of it, um, it will be covered from the 8th Comic-Con. Following week will be the double coverage of WWE Evolution. Talking here on Blake and Sally's show and also on Pucks and Polish. On our show, we'll also be covering Crown Jewel. Also, I want to take a look at the card 
that's on the Chris Jericho cruise. Because <laughs> that is also Evolution Weekend. And I don't know if you've seen this card now, but they, it, it is ridiculous what's going on in the Jericho cruise. There is like Bullet Club versus Bullet Club matches. There's um, a TNA versus Ring of Honor tournament. Like, <laughs> there's, okay. there's, it, it's insane what's going on in the Jericho Cruise right now. I hope this gets filmed and gets broadcasted somewhere. Because there is so much going on. I want to talk about it on our next show. All that being said, and I'll be back um, for part of the Comic-Con stuff next week. So, he'll be back for that. So, I think that's it. Um, that's it. I'm Blake. I'm Sal. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everybody.